I feel like I'm bringing value. Yeah. But the other people now that I say, that that I'm trying to collaborate with or work with, I I I want to say they see the value, but I don't even understand if it's like the perception of everybody is just used to doing things by themselves. Yeah. So as much as okay, I've presented value, I've presented an opportunity that where we can benefit from, there's still the issue of people just usually just not collaborating. Hi guys, my name is Godwin Tom. I'm a talent manager and a music business executive. Over the last few years, I've documented my errors, mistakes, successes, and my wins, and I've decided to share them with you along with some of my amazing friends in the industry. You're all welcome to the Journey of a Learner podcast. So, man, PD, thanks yeah. for coming through. Thanks for having um, me. I know I dragged you out. PD was on the phone for like an hour after he got here. Yeah. So I appreciate, I appreciate you coming out. Man. Tough day today. Um, <laughs> the... So I wanted to talk about finding purpose, right? Okay. So the second book of the series is called Why Are You Here? And I'm trying to get people to identify purpose. It doesn't happen immediately you join the industry. Sometimes some people get it at the beginning. Sometimes yeah. people get it midway. But it's important to find it regardless. Um, so I'm not going to go into asking you how did you... You know, how did you enter the business? When did you enter? I'm sure there are articles for that. Yeah. Um, the question I'm asking is, why did you come in, into the music industry? I think for um, for me, it was a sense to it was to break new ground. Okay. Um, I saw. So my dad is in the oil and gas business, and he um, he had a very successful career there. And when I was growing up, I thought I was either going to end up in, they, thought, they thought I was going to be an engineer. I was really good at maths and everything. So they were pushing me towards engineering or medicine or science. But that was never really my thing mm. and everything. And then I was, I always said that, I always felt like I had a, a benchmark that he has set. Mm. And I have to surpass whatever he did. Okay. So for me, it was like, well, I can't, there's nothing I can do in the oil and gas business to break whatever he's done yeah. he project managed project managed and built um the first fertilizer company in in nigeria and everything he was project manager and he became the first nigerian md of that company yeah so it was like oh this guy has already <laughs> yeah reached this thing where how am i going to do where am i going to where am i going to create my own um lane or legacy and everything and i i, I was i think it was in america in school then i was very, very infatuated with the music industry. Um, I'd watch like behind the music documentaries and everything, and it just clicked to me that ah, this is what listen. You spend like so much time reading and researching and learning about it that maybe this is where um, it should be. At first, I thought I was going to be a politician. Okay. Yeah, because <laughs> I thought because I was just looking for a place to make impact. Yeah. And everything like I want to, I want to make impact that can match or surpass what he did. So. Um, that led me to like the music thing and me being so passionate about the music space and then seeing how far back the Nigerian space was compared to what was happening in America and the UK and everywhere else. And I was like, there's a huge potential possibility in this market. Yeah. 
I just became, I, I can remember having arguments with my friends, like with Kaide, not mm. Kaide, exactly, but Kaide and one of my other guys, one of my other guys, Taiwo, that, oh, um, Nigerian music is going to be as big as um, dancehall or Jamaican music. And this was in 2005 or so, before the, right before, I think when the Banj, the Coco and um, Two Faces African Queen was just coming out and everything. And those were the first two albums that when I was in America, I had somebody buy for me. Yeah. The Banj's first album and Two Faces first album and everything yeah. and I was like I was just I just kind of sunk into got to know the personalities I'd be on Facebook uh, messaging Aldu mm. messaging Obi Asika um, just trying to see what was going on getting they, they, I would tell them I was working on school school papers yeah. and I needed research or whatever people would have done that to me yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was just a thing well, for me just yeah. wanting to know and then I just it just became a the passion for it just kept on increasing. I was like, you know what, this is where um, I should be focusing my attention to. Um, I started Aristocrat Records in like 2006 in uni in okay. college. So I took out my scholarship money that year, bought equipment, built a website. Kaide was my artist, my first artist then, and just went into it. I was because I was like, yes, I found my, I found my. My thing. This is where it's going. To, this is what I'm going to do. And I went head on into that. So th- that's, and I and I think that's how I came out, came across. But the deeper and the more time I spent in spent in the industry, that purpose has just become more like glaring yeah. and everything. Where it's become more about, it's become less about um, trying to live this legacy to match what my dad did. To okay, you're here to build something like yeah. the reason why yeah that this is the real purpose is like it's not that legacy but and if you build this you would attain that too yeah but it's more about creating this platform for these young art, african artists um it's that with music but it's now over the years it has now evolved like you know creating a platform for young african whether music or execs or or yeah, um, talent. talent to be able to play or show themselves at the global scale yeah so that's that's where it's now at for me where it's like it's still this industry is where i feel like i can um really make a a difference and everything so like and there's a difference to be made pretty much so i mean there's obviously that you didn't go to school to study music business so um i'm also curious about how so how how did you learn about the job did you have to go to a particular school additional training so i think so what happened with me was when i went to america i was an engineering student my first year i was still engineering i did poorly did very very bad at it i went to my dad and i was like i want to change my course and he asked what do you want to change the course to i I was like law and the thing his words were like that's too far (laughs) (laughs) it was like that's too far from engineering i should find something so i moved to um, it um, information systems and everything and I started doing that and um, I did a business law class okay. as part of that because I, I think in, in um, the school I was with was management and information systems so you had to take yeah. business classes too so I was I started, I started doing the economics and doing the business classes because I wasn't really interested in that in the information system I did a business law class actually me and Kaido were in that same that same business law class and I was like law was going to be the thing that would lead me to the music space. That yeah. was like I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to become a 
entertainment and sports lawyer. So I then um, moved from from um, math, um, the management information systems to say I wanted to do pre-law. But in America, um, you have to do like, a, you can do an undergrad in anything. Okay. And then you then go to law school. So that was then, that became my plan. I was going to do an undergrad. So I did um, economics and political science. Um, economics as a major and then political science as a minor. Mm. That was going to lead to me going to, to law, school. law school. I got a, um, I said um, I was an admin assistant at a law firm. I actually started doing admin work at a law firm because I was like, okay, that's going to help me yeah, get learn. into law school too. And then, especially looking at entertainment and sports law. So I started building that. The practice I went to go and practice at, they had a, one entertainment and sports lawyer that was an Indian guy. So I was trying to kind of shadow him and just see what I could learn from that. Um, so that was my, would I say, my professional training. training per se. But while I was doing that, I was just studying the industry, studying the game, watching as many documentaries. I love documentaries. I still till today. So I would watch many documentaries, discover characters, maybe see this person. This person was L.A. Reid. Go and research what yeah. L.A. Reid was doing or who he was, his own story. Um, Clive Davis, um, Barry Gordy. So I just I studied and studied and just looked at everything. I think the one that really, the 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 system or whatever that really caught me was I think Motown and Barry Gordy and mm. the success they had. So I spent a lot of time studying that too. As I was doing that, at the same time I was having all the conversations with like I'll do them and just soaking up as much knowledge as I could about what was going on globally and what was going on in um, in Nigeria at that time. Um, Kenny's music. Um, Dove Records that mm. did them um, Plantation Boys. Yeah. So like as I, I would know the I would go beyond who the artists were. I would try to find out who were the people behind this artist and everything. I, I even got I think it was at the time um is it Dan what's his name? Is it Dan Brown or something? That was behind Dove Records or, or something like that. So oh. I got to meet him yeah. at when we did Brenner's um first album. Yeah, so I, I I met him and I was, I was telling him how much of a like inspiration and everything because like again as I said Kenny and Kenny Ogunbe them um, Kenny and D1 yeah Obi Asika um, there's Iola I can't remember his last name that did star this um, Shank ah yeah ah there were different people yeah but there's Iloya yeah yeah Iloya that that's um, there's Kelvin. Kelvin Luciano from Question Mark. Yeah. So I was so I was infatuated with the people behind the behind music. this behind yeah. the music and everything and all that. So I would just be studying and seeing. I well, Kelvin had a one case where he, where he pointed a gun at somebody. Just just looking at that that gist and that whole scene just fascinating. was fascinating to me. And that's how I also kind of also just added knowledge to understand. Okay, this is what's happening in Nigeria. This is yeah. what's happening in America. And then I would see a lot of similarities of. Um, I think it was Asha and Kelvin, or there was a, that question mark yeah. era. The, the the criticism that maybe the, the artist had for the label, uh, you would check with American labels. You see the same dynamics yeah. and everything. So for me, even coming into the game now, one, one of the things that came with was like these problems are not peculiar. New, yeah. Not peculiar. But if if you go to um, go back and say this artist A has a issue with label because label didn't do why. It can, you can see probably 200 cases of different artists and everything. So not even learning to take things so personal, personal. 
and everything. I understand that that's just it comes with the business. One of the conversations I was even having on my way here was somebody. He was kind of an older person that had been in the business um, for like years, about 20, 30 years. He was talking to me about, he kind of always tells me like how artists behave or from his experience, like, oh, you should try this first before you play them this thing. Mm. Lead with this conversation so their ego is not Affected. affected. And then you see that that actually works. And he's learning from like him making mistakes of, Maybe he went and said, oh, this is my idea and played it for the artist. And the artist was like, well, I, <laughs> yeah. don't, I don't like it because yeah. you didn't kind you of prep them. prep them and this thing. So it's like things like that I've just kind of learned from watching and listening and understanding the, these people. The reason I asked that question, because most times a lot of the guys that are in the business now generally just assume that I get in, you know, I find an artist. Yeah. We work together, they release music, we blow. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we make money, we chase babes. And there's really no understanding. Now, we have a scenario where hundreds of thousands, honestly, of yeah. people want to be in the music industry. Yeah. Um, there are issues with family concerns. You know, mothers are afraid for their daughters. Yeah. Fathers are afraid for their sons because they worry that, you know, they can't take care of themselves. And I feel like this now becomes important for us to create those of us that didn't really have a platform Mm -hmm. for that create that level of education yeah so it's not just like somebody was telling me oh godwin you know your program is nice and i was like i wish more people would do more programs because i can't reach everybody yeah but it's it's great and it's really really commendable what you're doing i've told you told you that personally too that it's the training is necessary um the enlightenment is is the what the experience you've gained and now turning it into this program is very i wish i had yeah something like that where i could go to and everything but i had to do it the the hard way the hard way i had to learn from this thing and just watch other people and learn from those um their mistakes and 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 learn from their own successes yeah Um, warren buffett says something was like you you don't have to like it's good to learn from your from mistakes but it doesn't have to be your Your mistakes and everything but we've had to sacrifice you've had to sacrifice learn the hard way and then now they're presenting it to people so it's very very people should really really take notes of what you're doing and yes we do need more um but you know not all of us are cut out for yeah of course for that the, the, the 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 angle i was going towards that was because of the lack of education what we end up seeing is whether it's a properly set up business or a major coming in, there's a frustration yeah. with manpower, with resource. Um, so what is your biggest frustration with, let's say, talent managers and creative entrepreneurs? Um, it's the, it's, I think it's the lack of trying to understand. Because I, I think one thing now is like we're drowning in so much information. Yeah. But there's no understanding. Like the understanding that you have from, like somebody will go now and just Google one term or one thing, and and which is the way I guess a lot of people are learning now. But it's like they you you need to understand that there's especially in this music business there's context. Yeah, it's human being as an artist. Artist A doesn't really react like artist B. B. Yeah, it takes actually going through that and 
learning that yeah. thing where so that's my thing where it's like a lot of people are now coming to the industry from Google from Google feeling like oh I know uh, what a contract is yeah. I know what uh, this is so I, I was having a conversation with somebody recently and he was like oh that he has he sent me a contract for his artist and I said I can tell you the website that you got that you got this template from and he was like no boss but isn't it's a contract I said no what you there are different ways to approach it, yeah. right? But do, what are the terms you and this artist Artists. have agreed? Discuss that. Understand the artist, and then build your contract around, around those terms. Yeah. So even if you have, a, even if you're sending it to your lawyer, you say, "Here are the terms we've agreed." They now put the necessary clauses, clauses around, around those those terms. So, so, so it's, it's things like that I'm talking about. Where it's like that's one of, that's a frustration. Where it's like you now are talking to a lot of people that feel like because they watched. Um, Entourage. Entourage or he went on Google or heard one quick one quick snippet or this thing. It now means that they are they know yeah. and everything. There's the, there are those people and then there are the people that maybe passionately want to know or are just misplaced. Yeah. They're oh they've heard um they want to that there's a thing called A and R or a thing called PR and yeah. they ask, okay, what is that about? And they then say, okay, you know what? Uh, yeah, so there's, there's, seems like there's money there. There's let's money there. Let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's, let's just jump into it. So there are those t- two people, two types of people that I feel like, okay, the ones that ha- like have some information, I don't want to call it knowledge, yeah. but have not really taken time to understand that there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a mechanism that there's you need to do. There's a process I mean, to refine a, a typical, that. A typical way to explain it, especially for people watching, is there's a purpose, there's a benefit of the school system. Yeah. So what school does is, what school is supposed to do is <laughs> it checks information that gets to the students yeah. and puts it in bit sizes so that it's easily chewable and digested. Right? So it takes you time. They tell you, you do your first term, second term, or your first And semester. they examine you. And they, ex- they, they examine they, they how much you understand code. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's that. Now we have that. That process is slow to adapt to changes as business changes yeah. is slow. But then you now have the internet. Right, that has no checks, yeah, and everybody can just do what they want to do. And I think one of the most important things, even in businesses, in creating policies for staff, is figuring out how to merge those two 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 worlds. Yeah, where we bring in a new staff, this is how we can train the person to understand, even whether it's my training program or it's a basic internal system that's set up to ensure people are learning. I feel like. If more businesses are doing that, most of these young guys who are coming in yeah. are forced to interact with their peers within these systems. Yeah. And they would be learning from that. that. And I feel that's one way we can grow. grow. That's, so that's why I asked it because we have to consider the fact that we're all different in our yeah. approach to, to doing this. I'm that's more, a, you know, I've learned to be a little more outspoken in the last four years. Yeah. I've, I've <laughs> I, you know, um, but the thing is, we have to find a way that collectively we're educating these young guys in yeah. whatever. I know you started this thing, even if it was very, sure. you know, private, but you started something where you were so I, engaging some young people. Yeah, so I started Open House um, as a way of um, reaching out. First, I was started for just artists first. Okay. Then I then felt like, okay, you know what? Because some um, artist managers or people that wanted to be talent managers or whatever also were reaching out and sending their thing. And so, like, you know, we're going to expand it to um talent managers too it's just a basic like because usually um i like to set aside like one day a week to kind of 
listen to new music, yeah. discover new artists and everything. So I was like, instead of me doing that, let me use it as a platform to educate or yeah. reach or see or be able to just give back some kind of knowledge that I've been able to acquire. Um, so I, I would invite, would have a process, people sending their music or their CVs, we call them in, we talk to them. And another thing we started doing was like, okay, since we're now speaking to artists and speaking to artist managers, one thing we found out is that a lot of the artists that were bringing in and having conversations with didn't have proper structure or a team behind yeah. them. And I'm like, okay, we, we don't have the, um, we can't take on some of these smaller artists, but in terms of like return on investment and yeah. the manpower and everything, stretching our manpower, we can't do that. But okay, we can now maybe pair. Um, I think I also reached out yeah. to you about pairing some of the artists that we're finding to manage to manager. So it's like, okay, there's a, is a, like a, a pipeline or ecosystem that we're building where it's like, okay, here, oh, this guy needs a manager. We found this young guy that can also manage yeah. you. You guys are at the same level. This guy is passionate, he's hungry. He understands your music. You guys can grow together, together and everything. And then we will be there as more of like a big brother trying to yeah. watch and supervise and say, okay, you know what? We'll make sure the manager is doing what he's supposed to be doing and everything like that. So that's that's a way that we are trying to kind of educate and impact the, yeah. the next generation per se. Fantastic, fantastic. Um, so now understanding that, Understanding all these frustrations with people, we all, all of us, we have our own individual flaws yeah. and, uh, you know, our strengths and our weaknesses. Um, but how, how do you, I don't want to say what are your weaknesses, but I, I'm curious about how you deal with them. Um, I think that's why getting, having a good team, that's my thing. Um, getting, put, surround yourself with the right people, people that balance you yeah. out. So... I might not be, I'm not a great um, administrator. I'm, I, I would say I'm, my strengths even might be a little bit more creative, mm. but I've been forced into being yeah. the business person. So because of that, I'm now like, okay, no, I need to s- surround myself with better business people than me. Yeah. And then also surround myself with younger creatives so I stay um, in tune with what's going on. Yeah. Um, so that's like my own strategy where I know like, okay, you know what, I'm not the best at this, this, this. I know where my thing is. I'm like, I'll tell, sometimes I'll tell people that um, any our COO, she's a executor. Like, you just put the task on the, on the table and she runs yeah. and gets it done. So sometimes I don't even tell her if you're not sure yeah. that you want this to be done. So my thing is now like, I make, I can I can visualize, I can plan, I can be creative, I can strategize, I, could, I can put the, the play together. I will be the coach, but... I need people that would actually yeah, that, yeah. go and actually get these things done. So that's and that's been one of my biggest frustrations is that knowing that okay, I have limitations, but now finding the right people to put around yeah. me to be able to bolster um, our performance in general and everything is it has been has been a bit tough. Like I, we had a because again, p- people grow, um, people want to go do their own thing. And everything like that again, and it's again, again. So I try to find people that are our visions are in line. Like, okay, the higher I go up in doing this, doing this thing, the higher you go up too. Yeah, and it's a, it's mutually beneficial. And then maybe do more partnerships with these people and everything, so we know that everybody is not like your um, you're being paid to build somebody else's yeah. empire or dream or stuff like that. So it's I it those are those are the two 
things that I, I, I would look at. Like, apart from that, um, I would say maybe with, with the other weakness, we say, is maybe like it's funding. Mm. Um, because I think that's, I think our market isn't properly yeah. funded and everything. I don't think it's a thing that I s- struggle on my own. And it's, then it's just about us trying to create value. You know, yeah. I, I've, I found that wherever to find money, you don't chase money, you create value. Yeah. And the money, money will come yeah. and everything. So it's now trying to actually create that value or show people that value in yeah. what it is that um, we are doing in this business and everything. Whether it's the label or publishing or uh, distrib- distribution, whatever service is like, okay, you know what? Show, show the value, create yeah. that value and then the funding will come. Will come. I feel like we've gotten, and I say this cautiously, we've gotten so used to mediocre work that just getting by right now, and you see this across, mm-hmm. not just the yep. music industry, from the guy who parks your car, who's paid as security in a space, you know, a thank you is not enough. He needs extra cash. Yeah. To the guy who sits in you know, a government parastate or where you're simply going to get something as simple as a passport and it turns into an extortion. Yeah. Um, And I feel like we are in a, it's almost as if we're stuck in this cycle where there are just a few people who are asking questions. Yeah. And and I've been wondering for the last year or so, how do we get more people into the system? Because that's what... I initially started training people because to get the more right. People. I was trying to get the right people to hire. Yeah, right. I remember the first experiment I did. She stayed with me for a while, and you know, when when she had to leave and get a better job, I, I was like, I couldn't compete with yeah, with yeah. what it was. But I was so proud of the growth because I was I kept hiring people, and it was just stress, stressful. stressful. So I decided to hire <laughs> someone who knew nothing about the industry. Nothing. And then, she would see artists and she'd be asking me who's oh, wow. who's this person. Sometimes it was a bit frustrating, but it gave me an opportunity to say, okay, this is a this is a blank, blank canvas. Canvas and, and you can, know, I can teach her. Yeah. By the time she was done, you know, she she was a little more um she was a lot more confident about her abilities to deal with issues and so I'm in my head I'm thinking, how do we get to the point where there are more voices? We have to have enough people who are asking questions as people who are not asking at all. And the reason why things have been the way they are is because most people are not asking questions. So when you show up or I show up and ask questions, we're enemies. Yeah. You know, so how do we get more of these guys in? I think um I think it's, it's, it would be it would be for, for me, unfortunately, I feel it's like it depends on how successful people like you and I are. Mm. Um, because I think the higher that we go and the more people see that these guys that are always um, asking the right questions or doing the, are towing the right line yeah. are actually succeeding. Yeah. They're growing. They're moving forward. Then hopefully we get to, we would start a, like in the way you, like somebody, somebody said that you can tell somebody that went to Godwin's program. That's, a, that's already a trademark. Like, yeah. like if you, you sit down in the room with the person and you hear them, you can say that, and I was like, "Yeah, that shows that he's a good teacher." Yeah. So it's now like there's a, there's a, we're already the process is already there. Yeah. And everything, and then I speak to people sometimes that say, "Oh, 
I like the way you do business, where you're about the business. You're not in this thing. There's no, there's no scandal and yeah. blah, blah, blah and everything. And they commend that and they, they're like, oh, I want to be in that line. So I think that's where um, it's going to come from. That's yeah. how we're going to do it. It, it has to be true leadership and, and inspiring the the next set of people like us yeah and i think um even from from me just even from where i'm from from Portacol and everything seeing that seeing how far i've gone i go back there and i see there are more people that want to reference me as a example yeah when they're like oh but this guy from Portacol did it now so why can't I? And he did it this way, and this is what he did, and like, so I, I hear that a lot. So I, I, so that's because again, it's just with like with Nigeria, that the few good people that are doing the right thing, yeah, that nobody gets to to talk about, to talk about it, or to see. So, and I think it's basically then our responsibility to make sure that we are out there, we are being seen, yeah. we are being talked about, and I know for for you, you as you said, you said the past four years you spent, made sure you've made that effort yeah. and for me it's still a i'm still it is a struggle yeah it is a struggle i remember i was in i was in sa for a series of meetings and my assistant kept telling me i'm looking at your calendar take pictures <laughs> right? she's like look at all the people you're meeting and i was like i don't know i did it with i think i did it with ryan and um what's the name of the guy at share um i can't remember i did it with two or three people but it just it was it's not me. It's you know not, what yeah. I mean? And, and it, it got really stressful because after a serious meeting, I'm not like let's yeah, take, take a picture. picture. It was like, it was off. Not, yeah. So like so it, I didn't it didn't, it didn't really I think I think for me, what I then learned to do, and I remember saying this with Osage and, and Isa, was just if I'm in an environment where people are taking picture and I know somebody, I'm like, I'll tell my assistant, tell the person that they should take a picture. Yeah. But it should be candid pictures, right? I'm doing something. I'm not going to stop and pose yeah. for a so, picture. Another person, as you mentioned her name, Osage, someone like her, with all the work that she does, she's still not yeah. forward-facing as much as I feel like she should be. Yeah. One as for, for women in the industry. Like she's been at... With his manager, she's been yeah. she's been there. Timaya's manager for how long now? The, all the artists she's brought, the work she's doing with One RPM, the artists she's, artists she's developing like um, Good Girl LA, yeah. and the, just the the consistency yeah. that she's shown, and the the I'm sure there's nobody in this industry that people, like I don't have a clean reputation. Somebody who has something bad to say yeah. about me, that's how the business is. Yeah. I, I think somebody's whether you didn't smile at them one day, yeah. and yeah, they feel like oh that one is proud. Like something like that, but she, with what she's done and to stay as stain free, even someone like Asa. Asa is very visible because of I think back then in the days was a promoter and yeah. everything, so he's quite visible and everything. But there are a lot of people that are not that are doing it right that are not being seen. Yeah. Um. And I think it's we need to work on that. I think that yeah. that would really help create the next generation of oh, because like if the only people they are seeing. Are the ones that are being dragged yeah. on Insta blog Ninja for or one artist Wahala or one thing or the it's only the bad news out yeah. there. They, they, then they cast a that negative um, connotation on, on all of us. Like, yeah. Oh, these are the managers and music people are because a lot of people still um, that I found don't really even take the business. I went on a on a, on a business show on a radio station 
and they were asking me, is it possible that they could they, an artist could be in debt forty million naira? I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't understand. Like, what do you think we're what kind of business do you think we're we're doing? <laughs> do you think is like we're like ah forty million? That's so much money. I'm like, that that can be like you can spend forty million on an album on one yeah. album. And so, and then I don't know what they, what that, that label or artist, what they spent on. But, on yeah. But, but that's not, that's, that's not, that's yeah. not, yeah. So there but, are businesses that are owing a billion. Yeah. Nobody's asking them questions. Now the focus for me is I hear, you know, I was going to talk to you about, um, you were talking about people that think this, in this industry, we just, we're playing around we're with playing money. Around, so yeah. you hear that a label has spent 40 million and you think, you know, as you said, that could be budget for an album. Yeah. For distribution, marketing for an album. So I also feel like there's a... I was I spoke to... Um, and just to respond to the conversation around promoting some of our people. Yeah. Um, the, the, just, the concluded class, the program I did, the boot yeah. camp, the assignment, there were about 160 people that registered. And I broke them into about six groups. And the assignment they had was to do research on managers that exist in Afri- African managers. Yes. Um, I, I remember a few managers called me to say, yo, your, your people reached out to me to ask questions. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, and I'm going to actually put that out. Like, this is information. If you, if you didn't know who this person was, well, this, this is who they person. are now. But I also feel like there's that education that needs to go even to the general public yeah because i've i had a conversation so i have this thing called what's in it for the ladies okay and it's just me talking to women about the challenges because every time i i hold the workshops i have like the ratio is like eight guys to one girl or ten guys to one girl it's really bad yeah and so i decided to maybe so i spoke to a few ladies and they were like look they don't feel comfortable around some of the men that come to this training, which was very difficult for me to to, uh, to, to take. Yeah. Um, I even have a, a, one of my students who had an issue uh, with one of the guys and I had to, you know, deal with that. But so this, during one of the sessions, uh, a lady said to me, my mom and I keep fighting because of this business, this business. and I'm getting tired. You know, she doesn't think it's safe. She doesn't think it's... And I could I could hear the frustration. And what it took me to was the conversation I had with my dad. And I realized that my dad was asking me, so what is it? What are you? What do you do? And I said, it's a talent, I'm a talent manager. What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> you know, um, but I think I remember being rebellious and aggressive. But I think I was aggressive because I didn't really know the answer. Mm. For things that I knew the answer, I just said the answer. And it was that simple. And I feel like if our families got more, got information about more PDs, more Godwins, more Sagis, you know, they're able to say, okay, I can see people that are uh, successful, successful yeah. in this in this thing you're trying to do. Okay, that's reference. They're not stealing money. Yeah. They're not, they're not, you know, they don't, they're not drug addicts. They're not none of these things that we so think I that did, they are. I went through the same thing with my mom. Uh, my mom was the one that was like the, the main pillar and supporter for me when doing this, but she didn't get it because to her, they what she remembers when, when I said musicians and Nigeria, what they remember they used to do these garden parties, and they would pay twenty k to one band, and the band would come with a singer. So she was like, "Is that the is that, <laughs> is that, is that the business you 
want to go and do yeah. and everything. And then she would be like, she was like, okay, if this is what you want to say, at least you're not going to go and do anything. Yeah, lifting. So I will support it and everything. And she was like, well, maybe you after this you go and do your masters. That's what she would tell me. After <laughs> this you go and do your masters. But uh, no problem. I think you have NYC to do. And uh, so you do this to occupy your time. You're helping your dad with business. Nope, no wala. I I think when it then dawned on her was when she saw um, Bernard's glow. Um, ambassadorship yeah. and she saw him on a recharge card and she was like ah isn't this not that Priya's boy uh, yeah. and every night like ah he's on recharge card oh. and what's happening now? Like, and she's not, like, I was like yeah, they paid us a lot of money for that and I broke it down she was like really? is that what's going on and I, we did a Guinness campaign too and I told her about it too and she was like ah you guys are really making money and everything like that so she's now seen it and she now understands it she would be watching AIT I think it was one um, the video tonight. Yeah, the furniture there was her furniture. Ah, in okay. the video, so she was. I think she was watching. I was like, oh, "Is that not my? <laughs> is that not my chair?" <laughs> and everything. So it's like, so she's now senior. She's gone through it, and she now understands it. So now, anytime anybody comes to her and asks anything, music, yeah, like, talk, to, talk, talk to, to this. Yeah. Go and talk to your uncle. Go and talk to this person. And, and it's 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 a thing of like, yeah, she's she will be the one to tell them, this is yeah, you can do this and everything. I'll I'll talk to him. Maybe it's something you can do in the in the in the business and every and everything like that. So that I that's why I keep on saying that as you said, we need to project ourselves yeah. a bit more. And let them see the professionals that are in the business that are doing it, that I'm doing it right and I'm making yeah. money from it. And and it doesn't mean that we didn't go through challenges yeah, ourselves. We, yeah. Because most times people see us at a point and they're like, they want to get to that point. point. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. I remember the first time. I had a serious argument with my mother about this music business thing. And she she lost it. She was like, you're throwing your life away. You know, my dad was upset. My mom was upset. They're like, look, just get a job. Go yeah. and work in the <laughs> bank. And I asked her. So I sat with her and I said, how much does a bank manager earn? And she said, well, I don't know. I said, okay, I'm going to go find out. So I checked, got the figures. I said, okay, this is what a bank manager, manager earns. So six months in, I called my mom and I said, okay, I don't want us to fight, but I just wanted you to know that I now earn more than a bank manager. <laughs> so if that was the goal that I could take care of myself and take care of my family, don't worry, I'm there. Yeah, here right? And I think that's part of the education that yeah. people understand that, oh, where are the revenue streams in the industry? Where can someone make money? Do you have to be an artist to make, make money? money? These are all things I think we should do. Yeah. Now, talking about different things we should all do, everybody likes to throw the word collaboration out there. Yeah. You know, it's it's such a nice thing to say it's the in interviews, you know, yeah. collaborations. But I personally believe that if there's no value being exchanged, there's no point for the collaboration. Exactly. So as I much as too. as much as we should collaborate and support each other, you wouldn't ask me to buy a car that has a that has bad brakes because you are the one selling it. Yeah. Right? So how do we how do we crack this collaboration thing people keep talking about i i i think um to be to be honest it's like the so i'm a big proponent of like let's collaborate let's collaborate and i've been pushing it and i've been, I've been trying to um to walk the walk like the first project we're doing right now is a, is a very collaborative project because it's not it's not anybody signed um signed to, to the label that's the first project we're, that we're putting out with our um jv yeah but i've run into so much stress and obstacles in the spirit of let's 
collaborate. Yeah. And I, even to me now, I'm now even thinking about it, like, like I was saying yesterday to one of the producers that I don't even know why I went down yeah. this route of trying to do this, let's all come together and do this project thing because I would have just focused on my artists and saved myself yeah. the stress. And I say that because I feel like I'm bringing value. Yeah. But the other people now that I say, that that I'm trying to collaborate with or work with, I I I want to say they see the value, but I don't even understand if it's like the perception of everybody is just used to doing things by themselves. Yeah. So as much as okay, I've presented value, I've presented an opportunity that where we can benefit from, there's still the issue of people just usually just not collaborating or not just I mean, I, I've I've had conversations with different people. Um I think at the risk of sounding like I'm casting people. Yeah. Um I've had conversations with people. I'm not gonna mention names about look, let's let's so between me and you and you and you and you, we manage X amount of people. And yeah. I and I think one of the challenges I've met having those conversations is one, people don't have any sort of control around their business. Not the artist. I'm saying their business. Their business. Right. And that's the first thing. So if I say to somebody for the next six months we're coming together, putting pulling resources, we're not gonna make a lot of money, but if we invest this way, way. this is what we can build. One I've realized that people don't actually have the resources to, to put, invest. To counter. Right? So yeah. that's one issue. The second issue is people are trying to... Everybody wants to be boss. Right? Everybody wants to be in charge. Everybody wants to be the person you go to. Yeah. And I feel like in identifying collaborate, how to collaborate, you're looking at what do I... If I have... If you, as you said, there are things you know you can't do that you just pass on to, to people somebody who else. can do it. Yeah. So why... I don't understand why, but I feel like that's those are some of the issues that me have encountered talking to people. Yeah, say, this is like I know we've discussed we've discussed the idea of um, so these are the people that I'm having access to new guys who I want to support. Yeah, then these are managers, and one of the reasons why that was difficult for me was, which is which was also a learning curve for me in the training program. People come to the program and saying I want to be a talent manager. And then we take them to a media buying company, a, a radio station, station, TV station. We take them to uh, a creative agency. We take them to, to a law firm. And then halfway, some of them are like, I don't know if I want to be a manager. I think <laughs> I'm better suited working in a So just exposing them, yeah. I've realized that people just shift. And realize, ah, there's a guy that we went to an, a law firm and he, at the end of the class, he said he's decided that he's going back to school, to mm. law school. Uh, he wants to be an entertainment lawyer. This was somebody who was ginger to be a manager. Oh, yeah. So a lot of times, so the best guys who are now available as managers were, were already taken. They either had artists they were already managing. So it was a bit difficult for me. To do that. But I feel like this collaboration conversation should be taught. Yeah. So the one of the things I tried to do in my last program was I got a few of the guys together and I said, oh, this is your strength. This is your strength. Why don't you guys come together and set something up? If you start it early, then nobody needs to be crying over, I built this or oh, I built I that. that. Start start now, work together and see how... I'm happy yeah. with Kola 
yeah. and Benga and, ben- and, and, and doubles and, and, them. And Ore, and yeah. That what they're Great. doing is 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 actually important. It's, it's it should actually be supported. Yeah. And any way that I personally I'm putting out a call to everybody, like if you are if you've been successful in the business or you've done well, we should support those guys. We should actually put our weight <coughs> behind those guys because that is the model. That will save us. Yeah, I, I really believe I really believe that, and I, I really like the work they're doing that too, um, with Tenny Dice and all all the great stuff they're doing at Double Six. So, and I've worked with them; they're great guys. Um, it's great to see that, and I, I kind of even my model because I know I'm more of the face that people see. Yeah, people don't get to see Kaede. People don't get to see any. Yeah, and everything. So they so we I've been successful because of. The people around the people around me and working with people and knowing that he said my strengths are not this and my this are my strengths and having these people there to kind of bolster that and everything and then we bouncing off of each other now it's easy when we when you come together from that yeah. start point and build but now i think the biggest challenge that we're having is us we, we that have built our little foundations and castles yeah. is now being able to work together not to we can continue building your castle yeah but let's make sure the road yeah. to our individual castles are properly paved and tarred and there's light there and all of that. Yeah. Um, and it's an easy thing to say, as you said, maybe it's a thing of people not having the capital yeah. to or to contribute to that. But if it's a thing of, okay, I'm going to bring the money and you're going to bring this, there's still value being exchanged. And I'm always open for that and everything. But I, I, I again, my biggest um, fear after yeah. going through um, what you've gone through <laughs> what i've gone through is that it's it seems like it's a um it's a noble cause mm. that we need to do it but are people willing willing are, they, are you really willing because it, when it now comes down to it the talks of collaborations go out the door and it yeah. comes about about me. individuals yeah what am i gaining what am I doing? And the, the thoughts about collaboration, again, is about two people coming together to look for a mutual benefit and gain. Yeah. And again, once it now becomes an individual conversation, that's where this, the, the challenges I'm having, I'm having right now comes from. Because I'm like, wait, are you not seeing the benefit for... For both of us. For both of us. Yeah. And you're arguing for, oh, no, but I want more on this, or I want this this way. And I'm like, but... This is how it benefits both of us. So you're trying to take away my benefits yeah. to increase your own. Then it's no longer a value. I think there's. I think just for the sake of, of yeah. this conversation, because I don't think people understand the deal you have with Universal, and I and I say this because okay. I've heard conversations like, ah, PD must have collected a lot of money, you know. And the thing is, what people don't understand about JVs is, <laughs> you might get some money, but it yeah. is based on a proposal yes put together to say this is what we're going to do with the funds available the whole purpose of the funds is this is an investment to generate income. income so i think my situation is a 50 is a 50 50 jv um wood universal they are they are funding projects and operations for the label and the publishing company. Yeah. Um, that's basically what I think. The publishing company is a, actually publishing company is not is not fifty fifty. Is a is a is more to our advantage. It's like a seventy five um, twenty five type situation. But the funding on that is lower because we are getting a higher higher yeah. equity in it. Yeah. So it's like it's it's a it's like you go to 
any business person and say, okay, you know what, let's come together. Um, what do you need? Okay, I need money to run X, Y, and Z. Um, I need this, I need that. What coming together will form a special purpose vehicle. The money goes into that. You you pay your salaries, you do this, you do that, and then you you're supposed to provide us this JV. Yeah. X amount of artists a year, sign amount of artists a year. When we're doing that. Now I've taken and that's the basis of our JV. Yeah. I've taken that and said, okay, no, and then you okay, through that you're supposed to fund projects for these artists yeah. that are signed. That's what we agreed. That's what was presented. But after that was agreed and that was presented, I came up with an idea. I actually had the idea before I went to the JV was, let's do a, I want to do something collaborative. I want to do something for the culture. I want to create a platform that doesn't have to be about the artists that we've signed. Mm. Because now Universal really only cares about the guys yeah. that we've signed. As they should. As they should. Yeah. Now I'm telling them, okay, guys, let's do this project called The Sound of New Africa, this compilation project. It's going to feature a bunch of artists. The artists that we signed are yeah. going to be there, but it's not going to be, it's going to be younger guys, older guys, because I feel like this play that we're making, this investment you're making is a cultural investment. You're investing into a culture. So we must, it's almost like, I was be saying that, I, I've used the thing before, I was like, you must wet the ground. Yeah. Do something for the culture. Let it not be about just take, take, yeah. take. Let's give something back. Let's create a platform where it benefits the culture in yeah. general. Every year, a new artist can get discovered from this project by Universal, by anybody out there. Now, for Universal, they're like, okay, how do we mitigate that? Why are we investing in all these people that we have no yeah, stake in? Stake in. Like, how do we balance that out? So their deals are going to be, they're going to try and do it in the business yeah. in the paperwork in of the paperwork, okay the split sheets the split sheets the, and everything to be more rights, to their yeah. favor because i don't have any stake or interest in your career yeah apart from you now but i'm now putting you on this platform that i'm going to spend money to push and promote yeah and you can get out there and sony snaps you up yeah you become a big independent star that yeah. don't need a major label so there's that aspect to benefit to it but then because of the, maybe the perception that, oh, Pidi is with Universal and he has collected money. Everybody is now like, yeah, I want. I want. And I'm yeah. like, no, no, no. You need to see the value yeah. of what they are trying to do. And they're not being tied down by a deal. Yeah. So even the smallest artists is, is their hands out. The big artists have their hands out. And I'm like, great. Everybody, you know, you're not going to get paid. Yeah. But you have to understand that this is more of a it's not more of an opportunity is it is an opportunity for you to be put on like okay now an artist that you've never been you you've never you've never had any business with a major no major is even courting you right now yeah to sign you and everything you're now put on a project that is being pushed and promoted by a major label that is going to be circulated in the universal system globally yeah. they're going to send it to this label in, in in the uk this label in america all of them are going to buy in to push this project somebody there can discover yeah discover you somebody and so it's now like and i, I don't even even the artists have more of the, the business managers and everything when that's their role to be able to see to see the potential the potential or, of what is yeah. there and understand that this thing is 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 a, is a value to me but also a value to yeah. you yeah now you looking at saying oh the value on your side is higher is okay 
that's fair. You can look at it and say value on your other side is higher, but you have to also look understand that your own value, your own gain too. Yeah, my cost is is, is high. high too. Like I'm 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 risking putting twenty new artists on the world map just into the clouds into the clouds uh, and hoping and, and hoping wishing that, them well wishing them well from there on and i'm like if that's if you don't see the value in that then i don't know how to communicate further what other value is there yeah but again as i said it's probably thinking of like oh he has collected money so this is what yeah, it is. i i i felt like i needed because i've i heard that and i yeah. remember asking the person you know how much do you think God said, I don't know. I was like, so you don't even have information. This no, is just an assumption. It's, a, it's, an, it's an assumption. Yeah, as I said, like, so we have, we have part of our deal is like there's money to be able to fund our operations yeah. in terms of like our goal is there to discover new artists and develop the new artists and everything like that. So that's one, one priority. So, okay, while we're doing that, the bills for to do that will be covered. Now, when we do discover that new artist or, or find that new artist, of course, the, that person's project will also be funded. Yeah. Now, I've now said, I've now said, you know what? Yeah, we have those. We've signed the, our, our, we've met our minimum requirement. We have three artists signed. We have a minimum requirement of like maybe three artists a year. So that's good. I don't have to think about signing another artist till the end of this year for yeah. next year's next, year. next year's requirement. So it's like I'm fine, but I'm like okay, this is what I want to do first. Yes, I've delivered the artist. This is how I want to start. The artist that we've signed will be on this this yeah. project. They will get the exposure. But I want to start with, like as I said, the way I put it is like we're in the room or we've where we've passed the gates. I want to open the gate and see how many people can run through. Mm. And it's left to you. Yeah. But know that it's costing me money money to open this yeah. gate for people to run through because at the end of the day, that cost is going to be put into my JV cost yeah. and I don't see profit if the JV is not yeah. profitable yeah. so it's like I'm I'm I, I'm not doing it's, it's business it's not me saying I'm doing something um, like charity or whatever it, but the business has to also make sense because I'm asking people to invest into something yeah. um, they've bought into the investment and they've seen the vision that I've had for it so it, in, and it's, it's in the spirit of collaboration, I was creating that project. Yeah. But I've seen egos, the boss thing come yeah. up, the money thing come up, um, people just not understanding and everything. So it's um but I, I, I I'm I'm I was I've I've been it's been up and down. I've been a bit discouraged about it, but I'm like, you know what? It's you're gonna yeah, do it, and you're gonna see. It I mean, through. I, I, I think, I think one of the, one of the reasons why we we are able to talk well and connect is because, you know, we kind of think long term. Yeah. Right. So that is why sometimes, if I promise you, if we were both thinking about the immediate stress, then we wouldn't we would do it. Do no. just that oil and gas. You already have access. Yeah. To I've just, just got. Right? So, like, I keep on telling, I keep on telling people a lot about that. I was like, I don't like. I made the decision, and one thing I said to myself was like. I won't want to ever look back at my life and say that, oh, I left, I left oil and gas and I could have made X amount. And I then came into music and I didn't, even if I didn't make the same money. Let I me, didn't create an impact. I didn't create an impact. Let me at least have created an impact where it's like, okay, I, it wasn't, it made sense. You, you turned this down for this yeah. and it made sense at the end of the day. So that's, that's and I, I'm looking long-term, I'm thinking long-term and I, I'm hoping that, um, more people see it. There are people that, of course, this during this project has been it's been easy to work with them and mm. to speak to them and say, "Oh, okay, 
yeah, this is what I want to do. They, they get it. They have been excited. Maven has been really, really supportive. Um, they sent their A&Rs to come over, play music for us. Like, okay, which of our artists nice. do you want to feature? It's not like, again, everybody's going to get paid the terms are right, but they understand what it is. And again, it's like, it's 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 good for the culture, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, just 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 a quick one, because when you say everybody's gonna get paid, just for the people that are watching, doesn't necessarily mean that people are going to get a check. No, no, yeah. Up front, <laughs> you know the the and and this is part of the problem. Problem, right? yes. Because when people hear we're getting paid, they're not understanding that. Look, the reason why there's an investment being put into marketing, it's so it generates money. Money. So if we sort out the paperwork properly and honestly, right? I have to uh, add that no. because people ask for unreasonable things sometimes. <laughs> if we sort out the paperwork, when the music is put out and is promoted and sold, it will generate revenue. So I'm, there's a thing now where people, are, people of course are asking for money and asking for a lot, a lot of money up front. Some, some people, big, small, different, this thing. the younger guys, some people are jumping on. The, I keep on telling people that okay, how about this? Because there's a there's a level that you are, would ask for, where I can maybe I can go to Universal and defend it, and but a part of it will now become an advance. Yeah, it will now not be a maybe a fee. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, how about you're getting? And I keep on telling people, do not take. You don't need to take an advance. This yeah. is not your. This we are not signing you. Yeah. Like there's no point. Take the fee. It's a small nominal fee, and then from day one. When this comes out, you're earning royalties. It's being pushed by a major, so you're going to be seeing whether um, by monthly statements or whatever it is. Yeah. From if you're a sound I mean, if exchange, you have your publishing, yeah, company, publishing thing, they, you, they chase you, that. Yeah, yeah, they chase all of that. You have it again, and that's another thing that some people don't even know. A your content, like if you sign up for publishing, your your publish your material is published. Your value goes up if you have like four songs that has passed through a major yeah because the publishing companies look at it like those songs are going to do be, well do well they're going to be pitched they're going to be synced that labor will always find a way to, 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 exploit to, to exploit the content so publishers will probably offer you more money like if they see even some publishing contracts they will say four compositions um your initial commitment will maybe four compositions that were released by a major label so i'm giving you an i'm giving some people access to that system. Okay, I have a song that's being pushed globally by Universal. I own um, X amount of points yeah. on publishing and X amount of points on royalties on this song. So it's it's a it's a um I think it's 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 a it's a great situation for a lot of people. Mm. Um and I want to be able to build on it. Um but as I said it's it's a it's a bit tasking when um People don't want to a, a, a project that is about collaborations that I feel like enough value has been presented yeah. for you to do your own part. You were there when I was getting off the call yeah. where I'm dealing with this and I'm dealing with that. And I'm like, it's um it's a battle to that I'm willing to take on. And I, and I feel like I I I know we'll be successful. We'll come out with an album. People that don't get to be on this one, hopefully they see the value that comes out from this project and the next time. It's easier to explain. Yeah. It's easier to to tell them that okay, you know what? This is what this is why you should do this and yeah. everything. And again, and, and sometimes history is the best um, teacher. Yeah. So it's 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 um 
it's a thing that we're going to keep on pushing and everything. But collaborations, I feel like, should stop being a a um. Should stop being so stressful. Super stressful, and it's it's not it's 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 easy where it's like okay, I need this. You have this. You can offer this. I can do this. But here, but here's the funny thing, right? So, in recent time, not not too long ago, this is two, three, four years ago. Yeah, people just did collaborations. India, right? They just met in the studio, did collaborations. Now, some of us are coming in from a business and saying, "Continue doing the collaborations." But well, let's do paperwork. <laughs> then it's not like, ah, oh, you brought document. No, you want to cheat me. I, I don't I don't understand it, but <laughs> it's, it's 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 crazy. It's it's crazy. Like there's a there's a song that was done um that we're trying to work on and get on this project yeah. that was done like two years ago. Two yeah. The song is about at least two years old. Everybody came, everybody did it. They approached the producer, the producer did his part, artists did their part, everybody came on this thing. And and the song had just been, been there. there. Nobody had done anything for it. The producer brought it to me and I was like, okay, cool. This fits right what we want to do. Now we're talking about uh, master rights, ownership, licensing, uh, publishing, and all. The, and it's becoming a back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I'm like, do you guys understand that this song is two years old? One of the artists I was on it, and the one I respect the most, um, was on it. And I, I approached him and he said, he was a featured artist and he was like, I don't like doing music that has been sat on because I did that thing then. I was ginger then. Yeah. He's a, a pretty big artist. And I, I was so, I respected it so much. He got back to me like an hour, two hours after I approached it. I say, oh, look, one something I want to clear this song. It's an old song. I don't really do old yeah. songs. I don't like doing that. You can come to me and maybe we'll do another song. Project, but yeah. this one... Let's just. Yeah, that's leave. who I was then. That's um, who I was then. Yeah. I don't want to really do that now. And when this when this person said it, I can remember. Okay, yeah, he had a phase where he was sounding like yeah. this. So it's like I I understand. Let's leave it. Let's move on. That's simple. Clear reason why yeah, you don't want to you don't do, want it. do it. I respect the reason, and then this. But then you, other people are. Oh, I want this. I don't. I want this. This is how I want it to be. I, just basically trying to figure out how to exploit the situation. The situation, yeah. but I'm like, you came in, you collaborated, you did created this song, you left the song. Now I'm trying to give you a platform to push this song. Yeah. You had no plan for this song, but now because of paperwork has come, everybody's eye don't yeah. open and yeah. everybody's now, hey, this is what I want, this is what I did, and this is what I did. It's like, oh, you know how it is now. I Even if we had the song for two years, maybe we had we are going to use it in the future. Well, the future is, 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 yeah. is, is, is even talking talking about paperwork. I because I, you know I don't want to keep you too long. Yeah. We have, uh, talking about paperwork, we have a I think we have a phobia in this country for it, and I say yeah. this because um, I don't think people understand that the purpose of paperwork is for clarity. It's basically saying you will do X Y Z, I will, will do, do X Y Z, and because of our contribution, this is what will benefit yeah. from this thing and. I, I I don't want to say what do we do, but I'm I'm saying maybe we use this opportunity to educate people because there's 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 no there are so many songs that could have I don't want to mention anybody's name, but if I you know you have an idea, there's songs that were played across the globe mm-hmm. that nobody cleaned because they were, they didn't do the paperwork. Yeah, and if and a lot of I, I I've sat with artists, bigger artists, smaller artists, and I'm like, look, let's just be the artist. Let me do my job. Let's yeah. just let's just do call the manager. 
So one of the issues, one, is the other manager doesn't know what to expect. So because he doesn't know what to expect, he yeah. thinks you are trying to cheat, cheat him. him. Starts, or starts asking for outrageous... You know, starts asking for outrageous things. The second issue is the fact that there is... It is the creatives that are making business decisions as well. Yeah. So when the manager says, oh, this is what's right, the creative is like, that doesn't sound right to me. Yeah. I don't care what is right or what is normal, but it doesn't sound right to me. The third and bigger issue is, I personally think, not necessarily trust, but just fear. Yeah. I think just fear that if I commit to this, I feel like if if everything is in the air, I can wiggle my way We're around the situation. I, I, yeah. But if I commit to this, then I'm stuck. But I think that fear comes from a lack of information. I think the fear comes from a lack of information. As you said, the contracts are for clarity. I always tell um, artists that we sign on anything, management, label, and everything that the moment that we even have to bring out a contract, when you sign the contract, the moment that we even have to bring it out to start discussing the contract, it means there's a problem. There's a problem. Because to me, you, you, we've agreed on something on this is how we're going to do it and everything. We've agreed on the terms. We've put it in paper just so we can remember. We can, can remember it. Yeah. We can remind each other if the need be. comes. Yeah. Or if we're no, if I'm no longer at the company and somebody else comes, they have something they to have refer something to. Reference, yeah. And that okay, cool. This is what contracts are for. So from it's your protection is for is for your own good. So I don't use. I usually don't. I, I think it's it's contracts and doing. But that's where the fear thing comes again. Doing people like to then do things with people that they are friends with, or comfortable with. Yeah. Because they are, so those are the two things that I feel like we need to really get on our paperwork. Yeah. It's not the I mean, end. It's, it's even not, if even if you're with your even if you're doing it with your, your friend, friend. Yeah. Get get on your paperwork, like because you don't you don't know. I have I have a story of an artist that um, you know, we did a we did songs together. I mean, it's been addressed, so I'm not gonna. You know, I don't hold any personal, any grudge. We had, I was signing him on a deal, right? And he claimed that he wrote all the songs and produced all the songs. And so I go in, we even sat down with these guys, played the music for this company, mm-hmm. it's a publishing company, and they were like, ah, we're ready to go. And I told them I don't want an advance, right? Because the artist is busy doing other things. So I don't want an advance. What I want is a larger share of this thing. We negotiated, agreed. Signed contracts, found out two weeks later that the, the guy didn't write the music, <laughs> right? So now I have to go back. So these guys are now sitting there because the value now drops, yeah. right? Because somebody else is, and we don't somebody, have that, that person, that person right? So now the value drops for them. Then we find out again when they start pitching the music that even the production that was supposed to be his was sampled because when they send it to Poland, it flags this something, it flags a sample. And, you know, so... That just continued to drop, to reduce the value. So even with friends, even when you're doing things with your friend, it doesn't mean that they don't mean well. Maybe they're not to. informed or they yeah. don't know and they do these things. So I think I think that I had to put that in there because this is a serious conversation. So, yeah, no, no. Paperwork you know. is the paperwork thing is is um I, as much as I because as you said, it's almost like once you bring paperwork out, it's like yeah, if you, everybody was smiling and happy and everything. Yeah, it just changes. It the just room. changes the room, changes the mood. It becomes long. Um, lawyers, and again, lawyers here, that's one problem, I've, again, I've noticed is, uh, but that's a, I think it's a more of an experience thing and we don't have as as many 
well-trained entertainment lawyers. Mm. And you would think that, okay, you know, you have a, we have a lot of lawyers, we're good lawyers, but I've come to find out that being an entertainment lawyer is this, you have to understand. You have to understand it. Yeah, yeah. and a lot of the lawyers here don't yeah. understand the... They, they look at it sometimes as, which is, yes, sometimes it's straightforward as a clear business deal and ownership and everything, but there's, there are ways that certain things work. Maybe um, they're like, okay, they're like different. Um, now, now everybody is doing digital. Yeah. So they might, because of that, labels would say, okay, your royalty rate on digital will be adjusted if we do a vinyl. Mm. But we know why. You know that okay, the vinyl market is different. It's, it's niche. It's niche and everything. So the 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 and then you they are now also producing physical things. So there's a cost. So there's a cost to that. That's why your royalty rate has to change. You see a lawyer come in and say no, everything should be. So the, I I've I had I've had one experience. Okay. I think I can explain. I can I can sort of use this to explain it. So I sat with an artist who brought his lawyer, and midway through the conversation, I said something that. The lawyer took very, very personal. And later on, you know, I apologized. But later on, I found out, I was like, why, why are you taking it personal? It's actually true. So we're talking. And from the conversation I was hearing, the lack of compromise mm. from the lawyer nice. made me start thinking about this person. First of all, this person is not an intimate lawyer. But... What kind of lawyer is this person? I checked oil and gas. I'm like, <laughs> I don't think so. I checked, you know, maybe this person is focused on commercial law. Or, you know, it didn't make sense. So the only two that made sense to me was, okay, this person is probably somebody who is a prosecutor ah. or <laughs> a, a real estate lawyer, mm. right? And I said to him, so I, this is me listening to the conversation and thinking through you, this, what, how to respond to this fellow because it was frustrating me. <laughs> And when he finished, I said to him, I said to the artist, I'm not going to be rude to you or your friend here, mm. but next time we're having a meeting, I'm going to, I think we should postpone. I'm going to give you this document, postpone, go think through it. But I think you should give an actual entertainment, entertainment and media lawyer, IP and media lawyer, because this person you brought is talking to me as if he, he drafts tenancy agreements. <laughs> and when I said that, Right. I didn't, you know, it was just a statement that had come from the thoughts of trying to figure out why, why, why this person is... Yeah. And the guy got upset. Apparently, he was somebody who drafts tenancy agreements. <laughs> you know people that have... You know tenancy agreements is square mm -hmm. meters and number of bricks, right? Mm -hmm. So that's how he was treating the conversation. And I feel... I don't think we can say this enough or overemphasize the need for people to get entertainment lawyers. Yeah. You will lose opportunities... When you bring the wrong person, person to the, to the room. table, yeah, it's it's it's, it's simple. It's, it's, you can't take a real estate lawyer to an oil and gas transaction, yeah, unless, unless it, the lawyer is well versed or has understanding of that industry. Yeah, so I see that a lot where people come with oil, even oil and gas lawyers. I won't feel like because maybe if they're at the level where they're doing where they deal with royalties, maybe from oil and gas yeah. transactions and sales and everything, they might get that a little better. Yeah, um, but I've then come into it a bunch of lawyers that will be asking or requesting something and then now that the worst part now is that now we have to also deal with French law ah and it's like man that's another thing people that's, don't understand yeah. like once you cross once you cross borders laws, laws change. change yeah so it's like dealing with French law and saying this is the standard in France and unfortunately our partners are French yeah so 
you have to understand this is where, again, it's like there are some clauses where it's like, oh, if we if you take this out, then we can't maybe give you an advance. We can't do this. Yeah. We can't do that. And even on the and even on the publishing side, I don't feel like French publishing law is so artist friendly. Mm. The artist can almost leave whenever. It's like if you if we give you maybe two compositions and you don't publish them, yeah. or you don't take them. That's almost like a right to say, okay, we're done. I'm done. Okay. So it's it's things like that where you but because you don't look at it with or publishing contract from London or from America that you read on Google or somebody told you about, you've not considered the fact that this is coming from Laws a different, are different in territory region. and everything. So it's like, it's, 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 so it's very, very important that people get the right type of lawyers, IP lawyers that understand the trans, transaction. Even IP law in, in China, like America and China have constant IP battles because Chinese people will still take American IP yeah. and mass produce it in mass produce it in China. Yeah. And you, they'll be like, oh, they are stealing our IP, but this is China. This is our community. Yeah. What are you going to come and do about it here? You can't you want to sue the Chinese company. It doesn't have any American yeah. this thing. So it's like there, there are things like that where people don't over understand that okay, now you're playing in the global space. You have to look at you have to also get a lawyer that can understand, that understand it. Or has affiliations want, with people, with people in those regions. Yeah. That, that can say, okay, you know what? Let me get somebody that in my firm or a friend to be able to, to trans- explain, explain and to from, interpret from this me and everything. Yeah. So it's 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 quite it's quite frustrating to be honest. But it, I, I think it's great for me to see um at least these things are happening, these conversations are happening. I'm hoping that the lawyers that we're working with are learning from it, yeah. Um, or this experience is going to is going to kind of add to their own their own growth, yeah. Um, and then if it if that all, if all that happens, then I guess we've we've done our yeah. own bits, kind of. So it's Fantastic. um yeah. The last question yeah. I want I want to ask you is legacy. How does PD want to be remembered? Um, I think I, that I I just having an impact, like having just. Creating um, something like one thing that I've said is that I want to build one of the reasons why I also wasn't kind of forward facing um, or try, kind of be hiding and everything. Else. I, I felt like I said I wanted to build Aristocrat to something where it didn't rely on my rely on, you. on yeah. my face. So I wanted to build an institution where five years from now, ten years from now, even if I'm no longer there, it it's the name itself can stand on its own. Yeah. Um, and let it not be like oh okay every time. Yeah. I have to be there and everything. It can it can morph into so being able to build something of that of that caliber and that capacity to be a top entertainment and, and media company in this space, um, and then just having the right impact. You know, just saying that okay, he came, he impacted in X Y Z way, and you can see that that the result of that. Yeah, um, is it with with um. Burner and what the the roads the roads that he's opening up or the roads that he's paving even if nobody said nobody paves for him <laughs> just whatever whatever the impact is in one yeah. artist in ten artists in two hundred artists um, in just moving the moving the things for shifting yeah. the needle and I think we've done our own little part um, I feel like there's still a lot to be done um, and every and and everything and I I want to. You know, like everybody, everybody that is doing, um, like the names I called before, the Kelvin, Luciano, and Obiasika, and Kenny Ogumbe, um, and 
everybody that come before me that took their took money from their pockets to invest in another yeah. human being, which is one of the riskiest investments anybody can make. Yeah. Um, because the person can fall sick, the person can die, the person can go crazy. Can change their mind. Can change their mind. It's an emotional thing. It's a, so it's 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 a very risky investment. Um, to be able to do that is I think is worthwhile and everybody should be applauded for that. But I want to build on what everybody I, I feel like yeah. we're building on what they've done and then um just take it as far as possible. It kind of upsets me that there are no like those like Kenny's is still there, but not so much as a record label anymore. Yeah. Um they, they have their radio thing and, and all that. I think they still have a, a couple artists, but the label isn't the, the, the major thing. Storm and Obiasika. Same thing. He's doing social media week. He has his media company and and all that. But what Storm I feel brought to the industry and everything. The only person that like Jazzy has morphed from Mo hits to yeah. Maven and is still carrying that on. And that's what I want to see. The way the way Maven has grown, um, the way Chalk City has grown and is still relevant and still there for us to have more institutions like that to could be to kind of carry the culture forward and and to be one of in one in that space yeah. and everything because I, I keep on saying that someone like out there every time I tell him I was like I used to message you go and check your Facebook you see the messages that I that I used to send so to for me to be talking to you now as a peer in business yeah. I feel like ah I've come yeah a long way so um it's 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 I'm happy of how far we've come and how far what we've succeed of achieved but there's still a lot more to be done and just I, I want to know that I, I did my best and um, broke ground, yeah. you know, and then, yeah, and I think I'll be fine with that and everything. And I, I, the way I always see it is if you, if they, when you, if, if you bring order into chaos, money will follow that. Yeah. So the financial returns of providing that order and that stability or that impact usually leads to profit or, yeah. or this thing or, or whatever a case may be. So, let me focus on creating the impact, then the money, create the value, then the money becomes. Fantastic. Yeah, exactly. so, that's, so that's my thing, I think. Just that impact and the profit from, will come from that. Everything else will come from that. Ah, thanks, man. I appreciate your time. No problem. Thank you. Thank you for anytime, coming anytime, anytime. Thank you anytime. for coming through. Um, so, guys, um, I hope you've learned something, Sha. I hope that this was useful and I hope that you're able to take information that you've received here to apply it to your personal life.